You're listening to The G-Factor with Lauren and Tony, a weekly microcast offering a variety of unique ways to market your business or organization. Now, without further ado, here are the hosts of G-Factor, Lauren Doherty and Tony Van. Well, today, Lauren, I, I we're going to talk about something actually pretty serious. Normally, we uh, roll in with some fun, quippy uh, information, uh, something off of my uh, hip or shoulder or some other body part. But today, we're going to talk about basically misstepping or uh, issues uh, on social media going along with our June social media month theme. Uh, so yes. you want to kick it off and get us started, please? Sure. So I guess what we're kind of meaning here is something above just a typo. And sure, there are instances when there's a typo, you know, or, you know, something doesn't quite make sense in what was written or something like that. But that's just kind of a minor little like, let's just edit the post, right? This, uh, this is kind of the next level. So this may be like, a poor response to a customer service issue, like maybe it was it came off rude to a person. Um, it could be your business's stance on a cultural issue that's not well received. It could be maybe even like you're announcing a new policy, you know, you're not open on Saturdays anymore and everyone's mad about it. Um, a, a miscue of some kind, posting to the wrong account, posting something like obscene or inappropriate language, or even like something insensitive, like an insensitive image or a viewpoint. So this is more on the crisis communication side of social. And, you know, this is kind of when it's that next level of management is needed and required. So I thought maybe we could go through just kind of some of our, you know, three or four steps to uh, either avoid and or handle the situation and then maybe even like give a couple of um, additional examples compared to what I just gave. Those are just kind of like some levels, if you will. Um, so I think first and foremost, I, I think the key here is to ensure that you and or your team are acknowledging the issue, the misstep. So hopefully um, if anything goes out, it's acknowledged quickly um, but if so, just remember that some of your followers could have already screen capped it and saved it. So this is not a situation where you can just delete it and move on. So that's, yes. that's kind of like <laughs> number one to me is acknowledge it, start thinking about what we're going to do, but you can't just delete it and pretend it never happened. So true. True. Do you, do you think there's ever an opportunity to put some sort of plan uh, prior to, I mean, is there, is there any way to kind of plan for these type of things? Absolutely. Or is it just... So I kind of have like how to avoid in the future category is where mm -hmm. I'm going to lump that, which is, you know, what can we do? Say you don't have a policy and this has never happened before. Um, I think that this is a time in which um, to have a meeting with your team or if it's just you, you know, figure out another person that you can kind of bring onto your team. Um, and in that planning stage, if you will, I would say it's a great time to basically research all the hashtags you're using before you're using them mm -hmm. and or any pages you're tagging, um, kind of doing your due diligence to make sure, you know, maybe you're using hashtag paint, but then you go and start researching hashtag paint and there's inappropriate things, you know, under that hashtag. So you need to move to a different hashtag. 
Um, So it's kind of a time to really go back to the beginning and the basics and do your research. And then in that too, make sure that you have like an editing process for you and or your team. So I do feel like a lot of these types of mistakes are done in haste. And what I mean by that is it's either breaking news and someone generally from a different, probably not the communication side of the business comes in and says, we have to put out something about this. And it could be in response to a social issue, or it could be breaking news, something. Um, And that's usually those ad hoc, you know, tweets or posts. That's when these like major missteps happen. Uh Um, So there needs to be a plan in place. So when this comes up, it is not just super quick and no one reviews what's being written. So I think that there should be kind of like a, okay, this person drafts the post and we look at the image, we check the links, and then at least one other set of eyeballs from whatever other, um, if there is no team, you know, whatever other division of the company can also help review. And, or if there is a communications team, there's a process by which multiple people look at it and review. So I think that would stop a lot of the major issues. Um, same thing, even if it's just something like maybe you're launching a new brand campaign and you have a bunch of new images, maybe it's the same or, you know, video, whatever your multimedia is same thing there. So it's great if you're taking it, producing it, or, you know, helping with a videographer and you're kind of the director, but someone else needs to review all that as well before it's, it's put into this campaign use. So those to me are, are the big ones. It's having you know, it's it's a mistake, but I feel like if you had different viewpoints or a couple of other people editing, proofing that that could definitely be avoided in the future. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's so smart because, you know, sometimes we get in a vacuum or we have our own bias or whatever that looks like. And if we're just kind of hammering it out, trying to get it done, that is when stumbles are made. That's when something happens. Exactly. Um, and the other kind of like in that planning side, you know, the other big one that I see a lot is that people are posting um, something on a company, a business account when <clears throat> they meant to post it on their mm, own. Yes. And if you have multiple people touching your accounts, um, I think that the rule should probably be, and you know, this is just my opinion, um, that your personal social media is not logged into at the same time as your business. So for instance, um, you know, maybe in your social media policy, it's that everything done with the business, you're using Hootsuite or Sprinkler, whatever you use, um, all professional tweets or posts have to be sent from that platform, not from someone's phone, laptop, because, you know, then they could, or just Facebook, you know, open there because they could accidentally post to the wrong account or vice versa. So in your guidelines for employees and the access, I think you could detail there like when and how they access company social media accounts. So I think that could help. Um, Or even if it's just for you, you know, if you're one man band, it's a good rule to live by too, because it can happen. Um, That's easily. And you know, you're just going to say that easily happens. And I think, you know, the other part of that is like uh, when you think you're being, uh, I don't know, sly is not the right word, but when you're answering your own, 
uh, post. In other words, you know, your company does one and then you come back and you want to like it or you share it or whatever. And you realize that you're basically doing it from the same account. You need to be careful with that too, yes. because it yes. really hurts the credibility of your brand and, and that type of thing. So, yeah. Right. Like even if, yeah, someone asks a question on your company post and you accidentally reply to that by Lauren or Tony, instead of the business, <clears throat> that person may not know who Lauren or Tony is. And it's super confusing for them. Plus it just looks really um, elementary, I guess. Yeah. That's right. So yeah, that's another way to avoid that. Um, but definitely double checking by more than one person on any links, content, multimedia, you know, that's kind of in a nutshell there. Um, the other major thing I see, which I think could be avoided in your planning um, and your guidelines is, and I hate to even talk about this one because no one wants to think about it, but if you have to let employees or em- an employee go, um, make sure that you are changing the passwords first. I have read numerous stories, generally from more like very large companies who have 50, 60, you know, 20, 10 employees to lay off or fire and or maybe a whole communications department. And then those people still have access to, you know, Mm -hmm. social media accounts, proprietary information, email. Um, Make sure that you're protecting the business's assets first. Um, You know, there are just so many things that can happen. And don't even want to think about that. So just regardless of how you're granting access to those, make sure that you're either revoking that access or changing passwords. So that's another good thing to kind of have in your plan. Um, And a lot of the, the things that I see too, you know, like, and these are usually like bigger corporate accounts, but it could happen with any size, but um, they'll, there will accidentally be like a retweet or a repost of, Um, something they're researching. So like, let's just say um, an airline, they've been like looking at what another airline is posting and they accidentally tweet it or retweet it. Right. Um, It's kind of like, you know, you're scrolling, you know, three years deep into an ex's social media account. It's like the same thing from a brand. (laughs) Like you accidentally like something and whoops. Like, oh no. Um, It's the same thing. So that's kind of the same that goes into that, like on the fly posting and things. So in your planning, I think that that's also a key, which is when are we creating organic content and when are we going out there to share content or interact with followers and kind of who is watching, who's doing that. So there should be some checks and balances in that process too, to avoid, you know, stuff like that. Um, one other thing is kind of in this in the in the planning, but this is also something you see is, you know, going back to saying like, let's use an aggregator to keep track and to post from like Hootsuite, let's just say. Um, if you have a bunch of things scheduled, you can't just schedule and forget it. So there could be a real time like, you know, breaking news or an issue that's happened, but then these tweets or Facebook posts or Instagram posts, whatever, go out and they're a major snafu, you know, um, due to whatever event is happening. So there still has to be oversight um, every single day, all the time. Automation is great and it can help us keep up, but there are things when automation can really uh, be detrimental. So um, making sure that every morning or every evening, whatever, you're always looking in three, four, five, 10 times a day, whatever, depending on how much you guys are posting, but, um, you know, just monitoring that content to ensure that it's successful. And, you know, it's always hard when maybe you feel like, oh, I have this great campaign going and I don't want to, you know, take 
you know, unschedule this, but it can always be used later. It's not like you've done all that work for nothing. It's just timing is everything. So, you know, making sure that you're preventing a mistake from, um, you know, saying something that's insensitive or just kind of going business as usual when that's not the temperature at the time. So that's right. It's important. So all of those things I feel like should be in the planning stage, you know, which you kind of mentioned, which is the pre-issue. I Hopefully it is, you know, pre and prevents a lot of these things that we're going to kind of mention today. Love that. Um, I love that. I think that's really smart. You're really doing great. Keep going. You're on a roll. (laughs) Well, I think I'll kind of step back now. So hopefully you've had you and or your team have had a chance to um, kind of discuss and plan for instances. But at some point, you know, if there is a mistake made kind of, oh, oh no, what do I do? What do we do? Um, Like I kind of mentioned, I think it's important to acknowledge it. Don't just, you know, kind of depending on the level, um, you know, if we're talking about like, I kind of joked about like a typo, you know, edit the post and, you know, move on fine. But if we're kind of getting into one of those other categories, um, it's fine to delete it and repost or start making a statement within the comments. Like there's multiple ways to kind of handle that. But basically it is to acknowledge it, apologize, and probably make a repost. Um, You also may may need to escalate that statement to other platforms. So Mm -hmm. meaning Mm -hmm. that may even need to be an email. text campaign, whatever, you know, means of communication you have, but depending on how far that escalates with your audience, you know, um, think outside of social media to try to mitigate, um, what, what happened. Um, additionally, you know, it could just be something that like, I kind of mentioned, maybe you're, you know, rolling out a new policy for your business, or you're going to stop making this thing that people love or, you know, whatever that is, admission prices are changing. And people are responding negatively. Um, I think the best thing there is obviously not to ignore it. Right. Um, At some point, um, if the negative outweighs the positives there, it is a must to respond. So start thinking about those talking points. And hopefully if you are making like a major change in your business, this has already been discussed. It's not like you're having to come up with these talking points on the fly. Um, But just make sure that you're not ignoring people's feedback. Um, Be quick to respond, be polite, explain your side, um, but also allow those people, your audience to be heard at the same time. You know, so even maybe if you can't start remaking this, maybe you can explain like, well, we're stopping making this because we're doing this or Uh uh we're closing at this time, but we're going to do this instead. You know, explain the why behind what you're doing if possible. And that also shows that you care and you're trying to improve or you're changing for a certain reason. And I think that that really helps as well. So just responding. And, you know, one of the things that really kind of spreads wildfire online is when a brand does not respond and then people start, you know, sharing things, they start, you know, filling in the blanks of questions with their own stories. So that makes it worse. (laughs) So that can be avoided for sure. Um, so I think that those are really my three steps, like acknowledge it, apologize, make a statement and respond, you know, in an honest manner with the information that you can provide. So those are my three big ones. Those are great. I mean, I think those are really important on the posting side and the response side. What about 
things that happen, like kind of what I think of below the line. Uh, have you any thoughts on that? Or you want to talk a little bit about that? So in other words, like you push, put out your official stuff and then you get these folks that kind of chew away like, oh, that's a conspiracy or they're not doing that because of blah, blah, blah or whatever. So uh, do you just delete all those comments? Do you just hide those people or block them? Like what what does that look like when when you have to kind of answer up? I mean, that's the kind of the beauty and the curse of social media, right? Sure. It's a continuous cycle. Like it's not like you'll, you know, put out your little, not little, your response and then everything just gets quiet. This will be a continuing conversation. And I think that discretion has to be used in what is and isn't continually answered. Um, If you literally only have, you know, the information that you have only answer, honestly, what you know and what you can, if people are asking questions that you can't answer at the time, then you can always say, we don't have that information yet. I don't have that answer yet, but watching the upcoming days for more updates, you know, at least respond with a by when date, if you will. It's kind of like, I don't know, maybe your internet is out and you are panicked and, and you just want to know like when it's going to be fixed, but the internet provider is saying, okay, we're, we'll get to it. Well, then mm-hmm. you just get, you're escalating, right? You get more upset, more upset because there's no, um, you know, clear path and or answer. So it's the same thing. Think, put yourselves in, you know, your audience's shoes, offer them the information that you can or a buy win for more information and updates. And that's very helpful too. Um, whenever you start getting either like threatening language, inappropriate language, irate audiences, anything threatening, you know, whether it be physical, mental, inappropriate, anything like that, personal or towards the business, that's when, um, in my opinion, those are not questions or statements that get acknowledged. Some of those people may even get blocked, depending on, you know, where that falls and the inappropriateness or the level of, you know, threatening. Um, you, you will never be able to please everyone online. We all know that. So I think you literally have to kind of pick and choose some of those battles, quite frankly. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think that's what people don't, you know, kind of, you feel badly, but you have to have that balance between, uh, like you say, the fact is that there is an ongoing conversation. So if someone gets kind of, uh, mean or hateful or whatever, that's, I think when you have to call that, but otherwise, I mean, you're kind of open for questions, uh, during that yes, time. So definitely. And like I said, answer what you can, um, maybe people are asking questions that you all, your, you and or your team had not thought of that would be a question and you need a little bit of time to kind of like, okay, let's discuss these and let's get some answers. That's fine. But um, do it, you know, kind of as quickly and responsibly as you can, but it's fine to take time to get the right answer as well, rather than just typing something and then having to correct that later. So um, I think taking the time to, you know, come up with maybe a new set of talking points or a new set of answers is completely appropriate. It, you know, with, with, especially if you're on your own, you may not think of all the questions other viewpoints may have or comments. So taking a little extra time to do that is completely okay. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I think you're, you're dead on with all of this. Uh, you know, there are other part of this, which is kind of the emotional side is, uh, I always tell folks to like, take a breath. I mean, you can spin so quickly out of control, especially if you're the, you know, social media manager or the crisis media manager, 
take a break from yourself and look at what you're, uh, you know, kind of responding and typing. And then kind of back to some of your first points, it's often good to have someone else kind of over your shoulder or kind of a yes. tag team crafting those information. That is not just one person sitting there like hammering stuff back out. I mean, these candidly are highly crafted responses that you need to really think about. I mean, their time is important. You can't let sit there for a couple of days, but you know, don't, don't just quip something, you know, throw a meme up there and think it's all good because uh, that'll screen cap and uh, screenshot and go through multiple, you know, multiple channels. So you may think that you've got siloed over on the Twitter, but next time you'll see it on Facebook and you'll see a mention on, you know, Instagram and it'll be on TikTok and, you know, it'll go viral because that's what people want. That they want to get known, and if they can figure that out, then that's that's a big deal for sure. Absolutely, so. especially if they have any, you know, a personal vendetta or a personal issue with your company, or mm-hmm. you know, um, and or don't agree with your views. Those are generally the flames that you know kind of heat up faster. So yeah, yeah, and then, a lot of it boils down to so, to customer service, though. I feel like yeah, it's customer yes. service or so issue generally. Yeah, I totally agree. I think that's, those are uh, perfect. We probably should have started off with that. I think that's uh, exactly right. That it's a customer service issue that someone either doesn't feel hurt or doesn't feel like the, they have some closure and something that they didn't get on a product service, or like you say, some type of social issue. And I'll go one further on the social issue. That may not even be your business. In other words, it may just be the type of business you're in. In other words, if you're in the petroleum industry, i.e. Oklahoma, and you have something to do with that, and you're not quote unquote clean energy, your company may be doing great. But when BP dumps about a gazillion barrels of oil in the ocean and lets it float around for a few days, you're going to get hit just like everyone else is that's in that industry. And so, mm-hmm. you know, kind of be aware of that, you know, heads up on that. So, but uh, absolutely. Very cool. And, you know, in the planning stage, it can be, it's just like when you're creating a crisis communications plan. Um, it is hard to think of everything. <laughs> Honestly, it's hard to think of every uh, pitfall or customer service issue or change or social issue or whatever, Um, so it is an ongoing process. That's the only thing I wanted to add to that, like planning discussion. That is something you would need to touch on, um, probably about quarterly, you know, three, four Mm -hmm. times a year review, see if anyone has any other ideas or anything you'd like to tweak in your plan or anything that has come up that you may want to plan for any future issues with. So that's just a little, one extra little tidbit to throw in there. Absolutely. That's man, Lauren, you, you know, you knocked it out of the park. So insert <laughs> insert sound effect here. But yeah, you you really took a very complex issue, which it is a very complex issue. I mean, I, we've talked about this a million times and June being social media month, you know, social media for some aspects of communication, strategic communication is awesome. And then yes. other parts of it, it is just a wreck. I mean, people do not understand the time and the um, focus and whatever it takes to strategic uh, thought to, you know, propel a strong social media presence, digital media presence. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that's good. Well, I'm going to put in a little plug for you here, Lauren. If anyone's thinking about doing social media or fed up with doing it for themselves and want someone that's super smart in doing it, 
I think you probably should call my good friend Lauren uh, Doherty over at the Guild. <laughs> so, all right. Well, on that little note of support, Lauren, I am going to check us out here. So, I'm Tony Van. And I'm Lauren Doherty, social media expert. And this has been the Chief Actor Podcast. We'll check you next week. Thank you for listening to G Factor. For more episodes, additional information, and a way to connect with Lauren and Tony, visit theguildfactor.com.